Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Carlita, and I'm at 2016's Tree Fort Music Fest with B. Dolan. What's going on today? Yeah, chilling. Yeah. Having fun. I just got here. I got a goodie bag. Pretty you tight. Did? Yeah. Swag bag? I'm already being treated better than most festivals. <laughs> oh, yeah? What's yeah. in the swag bag? I didn't even open it all. And it had, like, it had coffee. It had, like, a t-shirt. It had, like, actual... It had things of value in it. Okay. Potatoes? Are there potatoes in it? I don't know. I'm just asking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just guessing. I'm just know. guessing. It's, literally anything could be in there. I'm excited. Who exactly are you now? And how are you the same? And how are you different from when you first started? From when I first started? Music. Yeah. Music? Who am I now? Ooh. 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 <laughs> you want to sit Yeah, it's part of the couch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm about a thousand times more knowledgeable as to like how shit works in the music industry for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, like at that time, you know, I think I just had this idea about like being discovered. Like, all right, I guess I should just go to New York, where all my favorite MCs are from, and just get on a stage and perform. And I did that, and then that touched off a whole weird, you know, interaction with the industry that I wasn't ready for at, like, 18 years old, mm-hmm. which led me to, like, the kind of DIY path of doing things where I stumbled into Sage Francis, who then, like, introduced me to the larger independent hip-hop circuit. And, you know, so in a, in a practical sense, like, I've learned a hell of a lot about how how to live off this weird shit I make, <laughs> you know, like, when I don't even think I thought that was possible at the time, I was just like, well, I, it's in me to make this, and I'm gonna make it, no one's ever gonna give a shit, you know, uh, so, like, that's changed, uh, and from that, obviously, I've created a lot more than I would have otherwise, that's inspiring in itself, like, knowing that there's an audience inspires you and sharpens you up, and, uh, and yeah, there's about, there's a couple thousand shows in between now and then, too, like, I'm a bad motherfucker now. Yeah. <laughs> how many shows do you do a year? It's a lot, right? It's a like lot, how man. many? Like <laughs> yeah, 100, yeah. 200, something yeah. like that? Um, I don't think I've ever hit 200, but like over 100 a year is like in in the time when an album comes out. Like mm-hmm. that's what. Yeah, cuz there's there's fans in like incredible places. Like mm-hmm. I was in Transylvania last year and like there are a couple hundred kids that knew the words to my songs there. Like yeah. it's cr- crazy humbling stuff, but that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Has there been like a what the f moment on stage? You um, can't believe that you're sharing stages with someone. Yeah, I mean, at Soundset last year, uh, Slug from Atmosphere invited me to freestyle with them at the, during their set at Soundset, and I found myself like freestyling in front of something like whatever it was eight eight thousand or ten thousand. You know, like, oh. I'm just like, wow, this is a. This is like something I should probably be nervous about. <laughs> but yeah, it went off, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Those moments tend to go well. How would you rate your freestyle skills? Uh, hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to answer what I think Sage Francis would answer. I'm going to, I feel like I'm a six, but I'm going to say five. I'm going to be hard on myself. On five, five out of 10. Yeah. If idea is 10, if idea, you know, like a dude mm-hmm. that could not just say, um, hip-hop cliches but could like come off the top with like some poetic deep shit like wow where's that you're pulling that like i can freestyle for a long time but i'm just gonna be talking about you know how i'm the shit and you're not the shit yeah rap battle punchline yeah yeah it's like mm-hmm. um but that that's the goal to get to because that yeah you have a big vinyl collection you know for, again i'm gonna be i'm gonna keep myself in perspective Somewhat. I have, I have a pretty decent vinyl collection. 
right. So, what are the most prized possessions in your vinyl collection? Uh, well, I collect vinyl from this label called Cadet. Uh, it was like an imprint of Chess Records. Um, that uh, I think it was Marshall Chess, who was the son of Leonard Chess. And this is like kind of post um, like Jimi Hendrix or like right around the like psychedelic psych rock era. Um, but they still had access to the Chess Records like roster. So they they cut these mm. records with Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf. Uh, that and a lot of jazz legends, a lot of there there's there's sort of like. Um, they're mixed like psych rock records. So like it's the Muddy Waters record is Electric Mud. And like it, it, if you pan left, you get like a, just a clean drum break. And if you pan right, like all the vocals are here. And if you, you know, like it's, it's crazy like to sample from. Uh, and so I became aware of that and started collecting that label. And I've almost got their entire release, you know, like, um, and I, I've been thinking about like a mixtape where, where I just simply like only sample from cadet like it's a tribute to cadet so i'd say the cadet the cadet section is the prized possession so if the room was on fire that's what you would I grab really, I've, <laughs> I've spent a lot of this winter thinking about that room being on fire <laughs> i've been putting my shit in discogs like i've almost got a catalog to trying to yeah some of it is irre- some of it is irreplaceable shit though man i've also got like some records that like somebody gave me in hamburg from like a local jazz band that has like the illest breaks like I have mm. I have more it causes me anxiety to think about how many dope samples I have that haven't even been shopped yet mm. I just, that's, why, that's why I gotta take vitamins and, <laughs> and like I gotta live a long time okay so like what's your production style like like is your studio where you're recording music like a man cave like dark and <laughs> depressing Honestly, I have I'm married so my wife makes me I can't descend all the way you know okay. down the, down the, down the, down the this evol- beer for days <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can't get all the way down the evolutionary ladder uh, she keeps me like this is this is not acceptable for my living place yeah so uh so it's all right it's surprisingly um organized yeah but i i have like a bedroom studio where i i kind of like create the skeletons of things with like um ableton and machine and uh so just bedroom shit but like i get a uh, proof of concept basically and then like I'll write a verse and a chorus and when I know there's a song there then I go into the bigger studio um where we have like a real engineer and real analog gear and you know things that I make with software sense get replayed on Moogs and analog shit and I it's a pretty it's a pretty cool like workflow at the moment Mm -hmm. and we have a lot of dope musicians um like Genevieve (laughs) like who we know and are have like our friends with so like yeah, it's an exciting time because, like, what starts as a dusty violin sample that I can't clear and is very limited in what it can do can then, like, get sent to a real musician. Right, <laughs> get, right, you right. Know, 